It's a trap! Hello and welcome to Radio TCX, your weekly source for X-Wing news and strategy. I'm Tim Dugan, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, John McDermott. Hey, everybody. It's a great day to talk about some X-Wing points. Yeah, so we had the points update a couple weeks ago, which is a rich uh, vein of content for all us X-Wing podcasters out there. So this week, we wanted to start diving into that a little more specifically. We're gonna, John and I are going to look at the Republic faction and kind of go over the big changes here. Again, don't worry, folks. We are not a show that's going to go over every single point value on this list because I don't think John or I could handle that, right? Uh, no, and we also value our listeners' time, so we like to keep it short and sweet. So this will be, I promise, a brief, informative podcast. And we're going to talk about Republic stuff, um, what's new and exciting in that faction from the points, and uh, should be a, should be a fun conversation. Yeah, so let's jump right in and get started. All right, John. So uh, you and I are, we are Republic fans. We're maybe First Order fans um, before anything, but we do enjoy the Republic from time to time. I might actually like the Republic more at this point. I've flown them more than I've flown First Order recently. I feel so betrayed, but that's I'm fair. Sorry. It's a good faction. Like I've enjoyed it, especially you know since its launch. Um, it's had its ups and downs, especially given the limited ship pool it had being introduced um, so late in the game's overall life cycle. Um, coming up to this point release, though, where did how did you feel about the faction? Where did you think it was before we got that September point update? Um, I mean. It has some very fun and interesting options. I think it's limited in that it still doesn't have a lot of diverse chassis, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there's a couple ships in here that kind of overlap in what they do or what they're good at. Um, and, you know, they still only have, you know, two medium base ships. They don't have a large base yet. Um, lots of force in this faction. So it's a good faction. I think there's a lot of really interesting tools in here. Um, but I think it's going to be... You know, it needs a couple more waves of diverse stuff to really bring it up to par with some of the other other factions that do have more diverse options. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Um, we saw kind of an overall points decrease in this last update, which is just generally good for the faction, right? Because even if you only go down a couple points per model, that still has a pretty sweeping effect overall when you're building lists. Because, you know, you combine four or five different ships that all went down a couple points that can actually have a pretty big impact on your list building options. Um, but I, I, I think I agree with your assessment. One thing that's always been curious about this faction, too, for me, is that um, I'm I'm never quite sure where I think the faction identity is, because um, it's kind of a mix of you have a lot of those named, more AC-feeling, Force-sensitive pilots, but at the same time, there's also this really strong thread of, like, we have all these clones here, there should be some uniformity and teamwork, too. So I feel like those are sometimes pulling in different directions. Well, and it's interesting that like if you just look at kind of the lore of things i guess like the republic you know mostly became the empire and then some of it broke off and became rebels and what's interesting is yeah you're right it does have a lot of those kind of ac feeling pilots but a lot of those pilots have very like synergistic or support type abilities kind of mixing i think what takes you know the best of the empire and the best of the rebels and combines them uh so it's just an interesting kind of blend uh of two faction identities and yet I agree that the Republic still doesn't feel like it has its very own strong identity. Yeah. I think maybe it's, it's mostly there in flavor and not really there in function. 
Um, but we've seen some changes here, so let's talk about some points here. We're not going to go over the ships that, I don't know, like the ARC-170, a couple points down, not going to spend some time on that. Um, but we did see some stuff that had some uh, noticeable point changes. Oh, I, of course, I, I totally forgot. We have to shout out Paul Fuller for uh, we're using, of course, the spreadsheet he has assembled uh, vigorously every time we get a points update, giving us the comparative cost of things, um, which is a huge service to the community. So special shout out to Paul. Yeah, if you have not looked at this spreadsheet and are interested just to see kind of everything in one place of, you know, what changed, uh, definitely check out this spreadsheet. It's super informational and really easy to kind of digest what all the changes were. And it's all broken down by faction and then by generic upgrades, uh, which is really nice. Yeah. So, yeah, shout out to Paul. Gives you an overall kind of vibe for what's going on in the faction. And that overall vibe for uh, the Republic especially is just an overall decrease. Um Lots of little changes for a couple ships have some reasonably sizable ones, but overall it's like, you know, one point reductions across a bunch of different pilots in each ship Um, with, I think, just one pilot card going up at all. Like, that's it. One pilot up. Yeah, the the lowest initiative uh, Y-Wing, the Red Squadron Bomber, went up one point to 30, Um, and it just stood out to me because that ship's not even or not that ship that pilot is not even hyperspace legal anyway so like <laughs> why did it go up a point i just don't understand well it's because of all these overwhelming overpowered lists with uh, republic y-wings john they're just all over the place i've sure. never seen so many republic y-wings you know before oh, okay this will this will bring it all down um we did see some changes though so let's talk about some of those force sensitive pilots first um we saw an interesting change for the other sprites so across the board with the exception of the generic jedi knight pilot which went down one point every other pilot which all these named pilots like anakin obi-wan ahsoka all went down two points which is pretty nice overall for the ship um where we see kind of the counterbalancing point to that is that the calibrated laser targeting upgrade uh, went up two points at every initiative level, as well as the Delta 7B, which at the um, first four initiative levels went up two points. So generally, the points we saw decreased in the other sprite went up in, presumably, you're going to run one of those two configs on this thing. Yeah, and that context is important. Um, you're right. I don't think I've ever seen anyone play a Delta 7 without one of those configs. Personally, I haven't. Someone might have done it. I just haven't seen it. Um, but you know, for the most part, those two point decreases in most of these pilots are balanced out by that increase in the two configs. So it's really just a flush change. Nothing really significantly happened there. Um, unless you look at some of the higher initiative ones. So you've got, you know, your Anakin and Obi-Wan at initiative five and Mace at initiative four, um, and Plo Koon in Initiative 5, they're going to see actually a little bit of reduction because um, of the, at least in the Delta 7B config, because the points did not go up as much at that higher level. So they actually do see a little bit of a decrease overall if you choose to take that config anyway. Well, and I mean, those are all good. I mean, we've seen they have a good track record. Um, all those pilots are great with 7B. 7B really does make the ship feel like a different chassis. Um, Because it's such a different way to play it, reducing the agility, but upping the shields. Um, But yeah, that's like a couple point modification, right? Like it's those higher initiative, the fives and sixes are gaining, you know, basically a two point reduction overall, which might lend to that. I mean, they were already expensive. That may be the biggest um, inhibitor running a 7B Delta 7. 
is pretty expensive, but if all your generics are generally going down, that becomes that much more appealing. And I think, too, as, as long as we're here in context-related uh, perspective, this ship, you often see people take that astromech upgrade on it. Um, and for the most part, astromechs didn't change, uh, at least for the Republic-specific ones. Um, we did have two go down, R2C4 and Q7 astromech. Um, but the generic R2 astromech that allows you to regenerate those shields didn't change either. So uh, not seeing a big price hike there for those Jedis that do want to take those extra astromech abilities. Well, and I think kind of over all of this too was the rules changes that we see now with squad building where um, no players are no longer incentivized to take bids, which also actually has a pretty significant impact on initiative five and six pilots where before, um, if you're paying that much and getting a high initiative pilot, you're kind of by necessity maybe wanting to take a bid so you can opposition your opponent, get to get have more information when you do your maneuvers. Now that you're not incentivized to do that anymore, that also potentially opens up points in your list. Not that the Republic was necessarily the most AC. Obviously, Anakin at Initiative 6 always always will be. Um, but suddenly now, like if you were someone inclined to take a bid with your Initiative 5 or 6s, you don't need to spend those points on the bid anymore, so you might be a little more inclined. So like that also adds to the net value of taking these higher Initiative pilots. Yeah, in general, I'm a fan of that shift. Um, I would rather take an upgrade that I intentionally left off in favor of the bid that I really wanted, um, but rather wanted to move first instead and now you don't really have to worry about that so i i like that shift uh it's it's fun and it allows i think in my opinion better list building um, across the factions especially here in the republic where they have pretty good upgrade bars and pretty good options both in the faction specific upgrades and generic ones um, to kit out your ships we also saw some changes to the uh one of the newer ships in the faction the ada 2 actus um, with a pretty substantial drop uh, to some of the higher initiative pilots, we also did see the cannon slot get removed from this ship. How did you feel about that, John? Uh, I don't mind it. It always felt odd to me that it had it. Um, it it just feels like it it existed next to the chassis, um, almost like it was just an upgrade that was meant to be added on later that maybe gave you that slot because there wasn't really anything in the chassis or in any of the pilot abilities that like leveraged the cannon slot. Mm -hmm. And they've already got a pretty decent, you know, three gun bullseye arc anyway. Um, so I, I don't think this is really like a huge game changing, uh, shift, uh, maybe at the lower end, if you were taking like some jamming beams or something for free, but overall, I think it, it, it fits better without it has anyone actually ever intentionally fired a jamming beam like i mean when they're still trying to win the game has that do you think that's ever happened uh i've done it i had a list where i had three of the jedi generals all with jamming beam so all at the same initiative i'm gonna go on the record i'm gonna say i've never played in a game where someone's actually used a jamming beam I'm quite certain Anyway, um, one of the changes, though, I feel like that does come with removing the cannon slot is actually you can have a little bit more aggressive of a point reduction to the chassis because even though there's not, like, a definite value attached to each upgrade slot, there is some value to it because that does open up list-building options that might not necessarily be there. Um, so I think that's why we see over for Anakin, who had a five-point reduction down to 51 points now, and then Ayla Sakura and Yoda both going down three points to 48 and 45, respectively. 
Here, of course, being a three force user at a lower initiative, which is a pretty interesting design. Um, I think maybe the removal of the cannon slot allowed those to be maybe slightly higher. It doesn't account for all the points, but. Well, and in my experience, too, I think these three that went down the most are the three that I've seen played the least. So, I mean, you want to incentivize people to play the pilots that are available. So you want to bring them down uh, far enough where people think that they are competitive options compared to, you know, the more reliably used Obi-Wan and Shakti. Um, and I guess, you know, I'm surprised maybe the Jedi general even didn't go up a point or two, uh, cause it's probably one of the stronger generics and, uh, at 41 points, like it's a really good, um, solid option if you're looking for a more expensive filler, if there's not something better to put in there. Well, one interesting trend, too, we've seen, not just in this faction, but a lot of other factions, is where um, if most of the pilots went down in a lot of cases, the generic options for different ships didn't go down, which brings a lot of the named pilots closer in line to the point values of their generic counterparts. I feel like that's always been a problem in X-Wing, where you'll have some of those more middling initiative, like, named pilots who might have, like, okay abilities, but sometimes you're not going to pay the extra point or two even to you know, get that extra ability. If it's not specifically useful in your list, you're just going to go with the generic and save the points for something else. So I feel like they're making a trend towards making them like middle initiative name pilots more appealing, which I love. Like I've always, I've wanted that for a long time. It's just never happened. Looking at kind of the next batch of significant changes here, we saw across the board decreases to all of the pilots for the lat gunship, uh, which has been, a pretty interesting piece for the Republic since it came out. Uh, was it really like a year ago now? Yes, it's hard. It's hard to tell in pandemic time, but yeah, I think I yeah, know. I feel like it was about yeah, it was about last September, wasn't it? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> We're not reporters here. We're not going to look it up. Um, no, and this is a cool platform. This is one I was actually very excited about for uh, the Republic faction because it kind of fills in a slot. It actually, I think, did contribute to faction identity in a pretty meaningful way um as like a real dedicated support platform like actually enhancing those like you know if you're doing a clone like a clone efficiency thing maybe with some generics and giving them the extra firepower they need get those re-rolls with the fire convergence ability yeah and i think warthog quickly became a fan favorite um it it feels really good when you can take a swarm of low and generics, uh, initiative-wise anyway, and then know that they're going to be able to stick around to fight even if they're initiative killed. Um, and at 52 points, having gone down two points in this change, I think that just makes Warthog an even uh, more competitive option to take. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't the only one, right? Hawk and Hound also went down a number of points. So uh, Warthog now being the most expensive, but not by a wide margin. Um, this, I think, is maybe one of the more significant changes for the faction from the points update just because getting those extra points now and like combining it with a general point reduction means that you're going to maybe be able to squeeze that extra ship into your lists and that's going to make all the difference right if you're getting those um you know mass support lists going yeah and when the lat came out too it introduced a lot of really interesting um new republic crew options um, for the most part, which also did uh, see a reduction in this, you know, update. We saw Ayla Secura and Kit Fisto and Plo Koon and Yoda all going down a couple points. And what's interesting is most of those, or all of those rather, are force-giving upgrades. So you can take those on your ships and get a force charge value. 
Um, and they all went down, which I think is pretty interesting. Right. And I, I think um, it, it's hard to say. So um, Atomic Mass Games, who's now uh, overseeing the production of X-Wing. This was one of the, I think, the first things we can say that they worked on primarily. So they were the ones overseeing this point change, as far as we know. Um and like it, it feels overall the point change feels pretty safe to me, but I do appreciate that like they didn't they could have done something way simpler than this. We did see a lot of changes, just a lot of small changes, which is a a direction I like to see them take it. So like you can go a lot of different routes here. It's not like they're pushing any one individual ship in the faction. Like they're just saying, hey, these you know these pilots in these five or six ships that people weren't often using, try any of them. Like they're all a little bit better now. And I think, like, overall, that across-the-board reduction that, you know, brought pilots more in line cost-wise with others would be more interesting to me if the chassis were diverse enough. Um, So, I mean, like, look at the Torrent and the V-Wing. Like, they're pretty similar, except the V-Wing, I think, is just better in the fact that it has a better dial. Um, And But, I mean, if you look at the point costs there, the difference between the torrents and the V-wings kind of generally across the board is maybe three points. Yeah. It's not a a lot. It's a tight range. Yeah. And in a lot, you know, a lot of those cases you're getting um, with the V-wing, the option to take one of the two configs that are available to them and you get the astromech slot. So like I would generally always pay three points extra for a ship with a better dial and better slots. I mean, yeah. And a built-in boost action, right? Oh, best action in the game. Yeah. <laughs> and so, no, I think it's kind of sad too. And I think this is kind of constraint, like you're saying, of the lack of diversity between the chassis, because I'm glad to see the points go down. I think the viewing is clearly the better option between that and the torrent. But I don't think there's a lot more you can do for the torrent, because I think um, the generics were the only ones that didn't go down for the torrent. Um, the rest of their named pilots are a lot closer to the points of the generic, but 25 for the Gold Squadron Trooper generic still. Like, I think game balance-wise, I don't think you can go below that. Because they are... I, I don't like using them. I don't. I think their dial's uncomfortable in how restricted it is. Like <laughs> That's at a those higher way to put it. Spe- yeah, well, it's just like the four... What is it? Four blue straight, but three red banks just feels really awkward. If those banks were white, this ship, I think, would honestly have a lot more play. Um, but like efficiency wise, it's still got a lot of hit points to attack dice. You can swarm a bunch. They're inexpensive. I don't think you could go any lower than that, which puts a weird cap because like if the, if the viewing is clearly better, they're never going to put the loyalist volunteer down to 25, right? That probably just isn't going to happen. No, I mean, cause you've got those configs where you have the option to either bring in some sort of ion control or you have the option to take, you know, bombs. Uh, like I don't think you can go lower than. 26 points with that flexibility of options no and they went pretty low with those configs the um the besh alpha 3b besh which is the one that gives you that uh which (laughs) i think you described to me john as a cheeky bomb slot for the uh for the v-wings yeah it's my uh tasteful british uh interlude for the night what's funny is i think that's actually a perfect way to describe it because like you're kind of just not expecting it to be there so like, oh yeah, they drop a little drop a little thermal on you, and then you're like, oh, I didn't know that. How cheeky. Uh, but that goes down to one point, so that went down to one. Um, maybe interesting intellectually, not in form, is that the Alpha 3E-esque uh, configuration went down to zero points. Um, so are, is, 
is every config in the game now zero points except for Besh? Like, I feel like most of them are now, right? Well, the the Jedi ones are initiative scaled. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I'm thinking. I, I don't think of those as configs. I think of those as different ship chassis. But r- sure. Right. Um. I think. Yeah, I think for the most part, yeah, they're all at zero, or they're like one point. Yeah. So they're not expensive. Um. Which I think is interesting. Um. Because I mean configs effectively change the ship at it at its base value right so it changes what it can do or what options it has available to it um so to be able to do that for free uh is great i mean not all the configs are great um ask is not (laughs) no it's not um and just the virtue of it being free doesn't make it good um but for people that really want to take that little bit of ion control they can get with it like great now now you don't have to feel like you sacrificed points for it it's an interesting kind of jump too. we like the relative like the the numbers of the game don't scale evenly right like the difference between um two and three attack dice and three and four attack dice which is the bigger jump you think john yeah i mean i think the jump from two to three is i think significantly better because you know if you just look at the law of averages, right? Like an average dice roll on three dice is a hit focus blank. Um, so if you've got the right mods, you're you're guaranteed to get two there, which I mean is better odds than rolling two red dice. So it's just uh, it, like that. That makes sense to me, right? But it's still an increment of one, right? And I feel kind of the same way when they shift things into the free zone. Where like I don't think Alpha Three Ask is a good card, but I think the jump from going from one point to zero is a bigger jump in a weird way than like going from two points to one point, even though it's incrementing the same way. Does that make it like, does that seem reasonable? Yeah, I think so. I just, I, I think just, it's interesting. Yeah. Cause now a, you would, now you have a config that will be for sure stapled onto this ship, like the viewing. Um, probably you're going to want the best one just cause it's, a, it's, it is better like it, in that it does something functional. Um, but no matter what, if you're taking the ship, there would not be a reason not to take a config because Esk is free. I think that's interesting. It doesn't really mean anything here because that card is just, I think, kind of um, not practical. Yeah. I mean, and baseline contextually, right? Like that, that's the difference. So, I mean, like, you know, if if Crackshot went from one to zero, like that's way better than Esk going from one to zero, right? right? Like it kind of, it really just depends on what the card does. Um, oh, could and, you imagine if Crackshot went to zero? That'd be wild. Oof. Um, 3.0? Yeah. <laughs> Shift it up from there. All right, John. So we've looked at a lot of the big changes here. I want to know what change, maybe not that you think is the most powerful, what change are you most excited about? Yeah, I think um, maybe the Adas. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got three of them. Um, and... I was flying them a little bit on TTS last year when they came out. I don't think I've actually flown one on the table. Um, so now that they're going down um, and I don't feel obligated to include a cannon on it, uh, you know, maybe I'll drop all three of them on the table and, you know, use some of these named pilots and throw some other fun upgrades on there and just give it a try. Um, I, I do like the high initiative stuff and force is really good. So why not? But what about you? What are you most excited about? Oh man, I'm a little bit torn. Um, it's I think it's between the pretty reasonably large decrease for the lat, which I think well, it's kind of a combination, right? It's the decrease to the lat or the Nimbus V wing, but really it's those in combination. 
Like, that seems especially fun to me now, especially seeing the generic loyalist volunteer in the viewing going down to just 26 points, where, like, it really does compete with the efficiency we, what efficiency we were getting off of the torrent. So I either either of those or both, I guess, would be my answer. But um, I'm excited to see those changes, too. I'm also excited to see, you know, we saw changes across every ship here, but I've always kind of liked the more efficiency end of the Republic accented with the Force stuff. So I like to see that that's looking more and more practical. And we want to know what uh, you, the listeners, are most excited about. So let us know on Facebook what uh, out of the Republic faction you are most excited to try now that we've got some updates. And while you're there, you can always like the show and let other people know that you enjoy listening to our podcast. You can also consider going on iTunes and leaving the podcast a five-star review, saying what you liked and why you think other people should listen. And if you want to support the show directly, please go on to patreon.com slash radiotcx and become a supporter of the show today. It really means a lot to us. Again, folks, thank you all so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. And that's a cheeky little episode.